No, New York Times. You don't deserve better than Donald Trump. Trump should spare us all and retire, but his antagonist's lack of self-awareness keeps giving him oxygen. Among the predictably enormous quantity of horrified responses to Donald Trump's campaign announcement this week, the New York Times editorial board handed down a beauty. America deserves better than Donald Trump. Is that true? If the question is if Donald Trump should be president, even I've been clear from the start the answer is no. But deserve? When the Times reaches for a word like that, they complicate what should be a simple question. Does the Times editorial board deserve President Trump? As William Money put it with a bullet in Unforgiven, deserves got nothing to do with it. Trump was elected in 2016. That's a fact. The American political establishment has since refused any honest reckoning about how or why it happened. The closest the Times came to an explanation in this week's editorial. Mr. Trump has many loyal supporters who regard him as a flawed but effective champion. His rise to power was built on the idea that he is a winner and, for many Republicans, his victory in 2016 was sufficient justification for having supported him. It allowed the party to cut taxes and take firm control of the Supreme Court, opening an era of conservative jurisprudence, including the reversal of Roe v. Wade this year. In this fantasy world, Republicans merely put up with Trump as a means to securing traditional conservative ends like cutting taxes and reversing Roe because of the idea that he is a winner. You'd have to be as high as Georgia Pine to believe this. There may be some Republican politicians who made the Machiavellian calculation the Times describes, but his voters weren't thinking that. They just saw a way to send a giant fuck you to the people they hated and distrusted more than Trump. This means you, esteemed members of the New York Times editorial board, along with the boards of other papers like the Washington Post and TV and cable networks, both political parties, and most every major American or American-led institution, from NATO to the Fed to Merrick Garland's Justice Department to the DHS and beyond. There are probably 75 million Americans who think you're all less trustworthy than Donald Trump, and that's not because they think Trump is a saintly clean gene savior. The Times featured photos of Trump supporters praying before Donald Trump. On the contrary, they know he's a bullshit artist of the first order. They just think you're worse. When Trump lies, the average person shrugs, like they did when he tried to sell them on the world's greatest stakes. When members of the we-deserve-better crowd lie, they do it with a halo, which makes millions of people want to send Trump rocketing up their poop shoots. Dave Chappelle nailed it last weekend. No one, shouted Chappelle, had ever seen anyone come from inside out of that house, outside, to tell all the commoners, we are doing everything that you think we are doing. Trump is still alive politically because he succeeded in turning the last six years into a referendum on what goes on inside that house. Every time someone tells a lie about what goes on in there, Trump picks up a vote. The lie doesn't even have to be about Trump. It can be any phony act of upper-class virtue signaling. Trump probably even picked up votes when SNL writers stayed home rather than work with Chappelle. This is all a repeat of the post-9-11 era when the leadership of the United States walked into a trap set by Osama bin Laden. Accused of being an international force for repression, our leaders embraced torture, kidnapping, assassination, bombing of civilian infrastructure, mass surveillance, and other horrors, all while singing peons to the shining city on the hill. That didn't make bin Laden right, but our response to him absolutely lowered our standing in the world, a consequence we earned. 
After Trump was elected, we saw politicians work with the press to cook up WMD-caliber whoppers about Trump fixing elections with Vladimir McBoogeyman, saw the FBI throttle down a true story about Trump's opposition, watched anyone who raised a hand to disagree with conventional wisdom about anything denounced as a traitor and national security threat, and most embarrassing of all, saw the construction of a giant space-age censorship machine that all but delivers a shock to your genitals if you so much as click on a video with Trump in it. I woke up this morning still furious that YouTube censored a factually accurate video from this site. For the sin of showing Democratic partisans stooping to behaviors Trump later made infamous. The platform is threatening Matt's livelihood and calling us agents of misinformation to uphold the principle of Corrine Jean-Pierre, Joe Biden, Rob Reiner, and Rachel Maddow not having to suffer such comparisons. If these people were truly that far above the muck, they wouldn't need to censor reality to prove it. Same with the Times. They pin that editorial Thanks for listening to the free version of this article. To hear the full version, and for more articles and content, please subscribe at taibi.substack.com.